I can't come here and die I can't come here and lose Got all this shit on my mind Like what the fuck I'm a day Work ain't paid me in time My baby just ripped me my mood No two just cut off my line Hi guys And welcome to the Echo Chamber I'm Jade And I'm Ez And today we're going to do a check-in So at the beginning of the year We did an episode We essentially sort of discussed our vision boards on an episode at the beginning of the year and we're just sort of doing a check-in episode. So looking back retrospectively on some of the things that we said, some of the things that we wanted, some of the things that we needed to happen, things that we wanted to happen, et cetera, et cetera. We're checking in, kind of holding ourselves accountable. So let's get stuck in with the opening question which is, so in the next half of this year, what is one thing that you committed to working on? Between now and the end of the year, I want to have healthy savings. Um, I want to be out of debt completely and have healthy savings. And that's one thing that I'm really kind of pushing for um, by the end of the year. Mm. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think if there's, I'm at, I feel like I'm at a stage in my life where I'm really looking for a version of stability that I haven't looked for before now, kind of that tangible things in place that, that I think will support me to feel stable, more stable. Um... And I think it's taken a long journey to get to this point where I'm like, actually, these things are important to me and having some of these things in place will really support me to feel better about myself. Um, But from a good place, from a like healthier place than like where I think back in the day it would have come from. So yeah, grateful to be here, but also it's new. It feels really new. So caring about like certain things is not and by certain things caring about like um savings or assets or owning property or whatever is just not something that I've ever cared about before um so it feels really new and it's it also requires me to exercise different muscles to the ones that I feel strong or the ones that I'm good at so being intuitive is part of that but all discipline is probably more Basically, there's certain things that I think I'm good at or things that I've worked on understanding about myself, certain areas of my, like, character. Um, And then there's other areas that I haven't worked on or haven't had to or haven't been in situations that I've had to use those muscles as much. So I think it will require me to work different muscles. But, yeah, how about you? I've been thinking this for maybe the last week or so. So it's a bit of a new, like, this is what I want to work on. But my body, my birthday's in January and I turned 30 and I would like to have worked on my body and by my 30th be in the best shape I've ever been. I have historically had quite a complex relationship with my body and more body image than my actual body. I've never, there's never been any extremities. So there's never been that, oh, I'm like, I've gotten to like this size, you know. Um, or, oh my God, I got down to this size, you know. It's always kind of been in the same ballpark. I have had periods of like, 
working out loads where I'm like really on my dean. Um, increasingly, it's like each year there is a longer period of time that I'm on that. Like it just doesn't stay consistent for whatever reason. So it might last two months and then I'm back to like not really working out or it might last seven months. And then, but there still is a period where I'm back to like not really working out. And then also the cycle with food is very much the same. There are periods of time where I'm like so disciplined, all of that stuff. But then there's times where it kind of goes to shit. I would love to really commit in this next six months up to my birthday and yeah, um, give myself the body or a version of my body that I've never worked long enough or hard enough for. Yeah, that's the thing that I I would like to work on. And in terms of like, the goals that we set so like Jade said beginning of the year we did a vision boarding kind of um exercise together and did an episode about it in terms of like that goal that these goals that we've mentioned now in relation to where we said we would be um can you is there a correlation is there overlap what's the progress been on that in terms of like the vision board exercise, I have highlighted quite boldly that I want to, um, what did I write? I'm going to read it. I wrote that I would like to be in good health um, and have good physical ability well into old age that allows me to continue to explore and have adventures. So that's what I um, wrote on the vision board. And in terms of how the first half of this year has gone and feeding into that, there was a period of time. So in February and March, I moved out and life was just crazy. So I wasn't intentionally or mindfully actually invested in my eating or my or physical movement. And I was obviously moving around a lot because I was doing so much running up and down. But it wasn't, again, intentional or mindful. Um, there was no, like, goal in sight. And my eating went out the like, good eating went out the window. Um, cutting sugar went out the window in that period as well. So aside from that, now that I'm settled, I am, like, working out more, more mindfully um, and in a more disciplined manner, engaging with physical activity but I would like to ramp it up. So how about you when it comes to the money stuff? Yeah, I've had such a strange year when it comes to money in that I have probably made more money than I've ever made. However, started the year in quite a bit of debt and cleared that quicker than I thought I would. And then was in a really good place. Really good is an exaggeration, but was in a good place, which I'm not used to being in financially so I was in a good place and being in Nigeria and my spending patterns in Nigeria um, and that currency exchange in Yodia um, was just really helpful for that and then since being back in London one of my biggest fears coming back was like my finances and the impact that coming back would have on my finances I don't know if it's a self-fulfilling prophecy or if 
like I don't know what what exactly it is, but I think since coming back, I feel like I'm entering a bit of a ditch again financially, and that feels really stressful actually. So even when I was looking over the notes to do this episode, the place that I feel like the where I feel today is very 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 different to where I felt six weeks ago, um, in relation to my finances, but actually. That said, so like I said at the beginning of the year, the turnaround was so quick and so seamless because of my intent, like because of I was being so intentional about what I was spending, how I was spending, what I was saving, where I was saving it, that I was so on the ball with it that I was in, and I was definitely in more of a ditch then than I am now. Things turned around quite simply, quite seamlessly. So there was something about intention. The other thing that I was thinking when I was um, looking over the notes and thinking of my goals for the rest of the year was that like there have been certain things I've been paid to do this year. Like my rates have just gone up basically for like across the board and my rates have gone up. I'm comfortably earning at a certain rate now, which at a point in time would sound absurd or feel absurd to me. And so that is again like... I'm just basically I feel shit today about lots of different things money being one of them if I sit and think about it in this moment today I was like ah things feel a bit shitty however the truth is when I look back and when I kind of map some of the patterns map some of the progress in different areas of my life there has definitely been like quite drastic progress um that I I want to affirm and acknowledge despite it not necessarily feeling that way today and me feeling a little bit stressy about my finances at the moment so in terms of like so I felt I alongside the vision board I created a actual vision board in in notes on my phone so I like copied images and stuff from the internet so my question to you is, I don't know if there were other notes and things that you made, but taking yourself back to that time when we had these conversations and did these activities, what was like between one and three things that were like top of your list that you were like, I want this to happen. I need to manifest this. And where are you at now with it? So the three things were my finances, living part-time in Lagos, part-time in London. And the third would probably be um, having more boundaries in relationships. Um, Even though I didn't have like a... Yeah, even though that's, that, there's, that feed, lots of different things fed into that. I just coined that umbrella now but yeah I would say those were the three themes when I was reading over on my journal and the notes those were the three kind of main things that were popping up for me and in relation to my finances I think I've just described that I think I'm definitely in a better place for many reasons um however being back in London has put a real dent in the progress that I was making and also I think has made it more difficult to live intentionally for a multitude of reasons however making a decision to kind of reclaim that I have a lot of hope based on like my income and my desire for this version of stability Um, I have a lot of hope 
um, around my finances, which I just have to continually remind myself um, when it feels like this. And then the second thing I said was living part-time in London and Lagos. I find it really funny. So that was like, it was one of the top things on my list in terms of that planning. Um, And we got, both of us got this journal, this um, really cute journal that a friend of mine got for me around that, I can't remember what it's called, but like planning or some dream journal, some some kind of like airy-fairy, like... Attraction journal. Law of attraction journal, lovely in there there's like you've got to write a wish list there's 50 things I think and I think number two or three was part-time London part-time Lagos but I had no like when I was writing it which was towards the end of last year at the very beginning of this year I wasn't like I hadn't planned to go to Nigeria and I definitely hadn't planned to stay in Nigeria for as long as I ended up staying in Nigeria and cultivating some of the stuff around like building a livelihood there that I have done so I find that, like, every time I think about it, it feels a little bit magical that it's something that, like, I spoke and it became real um, without me knowing when I when I took the steps to even make it real. So, yeah, that is interesting. And I think more and more looking at, like, next year and planning ahead for next year and what portion of that I'm going to spend in the UK and what portion of that I'm going to spend elsewhere. And there've been kind of like job opportunities in other parts of the world and that things are like coming up for me. However, I'm really clear that actually I want to be based in Lagos and London. So anything else around that and where I travel to and what I do, that my goal is to be based and to have a base in Lagos and in London, which I feel like I'm, I've definitely made quite a bit of progress on. And in terms of the boundaries in relationships, it's been like a really real roller coaster, like a really difficult journey this year um, on that topic. I think romantically, I've been the most challenged in that area. And increasingly, I'm coming more and more into an understanding of what I need and what my non-negotiables are um, romantically. And that looking very, very different to what it's looked like in the past. That's interesting. That's been an interesting journey. And but then in other areas of my life, so that with work and like friendships and family, I think I've got a lot stronger with my boundaries, a lot clearer with what boundaries that need to stay and and who with and blah blah blah. I think I've got a lot more intentional about negotiating boundaries. I've got a lot more intentional about negotiating boundaries and did some work with my therapist earlier on in the year. She gave me kind of five principles or five like rules um, in relation to boundaries. Um, And like there was a period of my, of time this year that I was constantly revisiting those five rules and seeing how that plays out in different areas of my life which felt really, really good, actually. And actually, as I'm having this conversation, so one, I've got a really bad migraine, and my body, so I've had, like, a difficult, difficult week or so. So difficult 10 days, I would say. And my body is just reacting. So even though, that like, on an emotional level and spiritual level, I feel cool, I feel good, I feel like I'm managing things quite well. Um, my body is saying, nope, like, nope this is where the stress is coming out. So I've had the breakout, I've had migraines, I've had 
the runs. I've had every different type of ailment in the past few days. And I know what it is, basically. As I'm having this reaction, I guess what I'm what I'm what is coming up for me in this conversation is the need to be intentional. And when I'm intentional and like looking back at the periods of this year that I've had intense intentionality, if that's the word. So for example, those boundaries, they were on post-it notes on my wardrobe in Lagos. And I was reading them every day, every morning. And that was really helping to clear the boundary stuff. Um, yeah, so there's been like, with my with finances, there was a, like, I was so on point in terms of like, even to like what money was going into what bank accounts and being so strict with myself, being like pedantically strict, like things that seemingly were quite silly, like, oh, it's not that deep, just by that now like yeah so that are uh, some I wouldn't go over my budget by two pounds for example and it was like uh, silly you could just do that but it's like no and seeing where I've slipped in those areas and been slightly less intentional about how I'm spending what I'm spending and how drastic it feels and the way that that stress is manifesting in different ways in my life so yeah that's a long answer but yeah those are my three areas I'm able to see where there's been like real progress and I'm also able to see where I've kind of slacked a little bit and the impact that that's having how about you no I hear you and there's a lot to be said um this year feels like it's been a long one like it actually feels like it's been a long one but at the same time no because it feels like just the other day that it was new year's my three so one was moving out Two was um, Keisha just get stuff. And then um, third was relationship. So one uh, moving out was like, I wanted to do it. I've, I wrote down in three months and that was when I got the planner, which was in December. And I did that. That one was just simple. And the way that the way that everything happened just felt really simple and um what I wanted what I asked for how much I wanted to be spending all of that it just felt like everything just aligned so my list of wants and needs for this space was quite ambitious um and not not what you find (laughs) not what you find really in London anymore so I wanted a lot of space I wanted a lot of storage space and I got that I wanted a balcony I got that so yeah, I literally got everything that I wanted within budget. So that was sick. Then there was number two, like you should just get stuff. I have just like obviously throughout last year wrote different things in relation to Keisha Let's Get so that I, you know, wanted to work with particular people. I wrote down that I wanted particular opportunities. I wrote down that I wanted for there to just be like a level of acceptance of the work and also an engagement with it that was like high frequency engagement with with the work. And when I say that, I mean, I don't want silly engagement with the work. I don't want it to be, I don't want its significance to be diminished or like, the breadth of the themes in Keisha just get to be diminished and rubbish down to like just the theme of sex all of those things I mean 
we're nowhere near the end of the journey with Keisha to get as a brand but in terms of this like first thing that we're doing with it as a brand when I say we I mean like myself and the team of people that are working on it um it's yeah like it is meeting the things that I've spoken about that I've yeah express wanting the opportunities to do more not just for me as like me Jade but also to do with like things that can be done with the brand going forward after the book stuff is continuously growing the team is continuously growing so yeah I'm like really grateful for all of that and again it's like as the years go on I'm seeing more and more like how, yeah, I'm just kind of seeing in it how things are going to pan out. Um, and then lastly was relationships. So I definitely wrote on my, not only in my law of attraction planner, but also um, in the shared stuff that myself and Ez were like writing notes on and that I did write about romantic relationships And I think that this is the first time in my life that I've been like really honest and shameless about like my intention to have a relationship. Yeah, to have a relationship. I've like admitted it to myself basically that that is something that I want, that I want to do, that I want to experience a um, romantic, a healthy romantic relationship. Um, with somebody that I'm like equally feel equally yoked with and I've always shied away from admitting that to myself let alone like anyone else always shied away from admitting that to myself so it's felt a bit shameful it's probably the most complex it's historically very complex but also a, a complex it's been a complex area of my life I mean, the first part of this year, um, there I wouldn't say that there is necessarily direct movement towards it. So I, I'm, I can't come and be talking about a guy or the guy <laughs> um, in this moment, but I have 100% made space in my life. Um, so I have in thought, in action, so tangib- in the tangible and intangible I have um, done cord cutting. I have like cut off connections. I have actively made space um, for for relationship for new people or a new person um, to get to know them. So like, I think it's so interesting, and I 100% like I'm I'm terrible for this, but like your thoughts, your mind is a space in itself and it governs your life. And if I'm utilizing like the space in my mind to chat, to think about, sorry, um, the past, to think about past relationships, to think about what could have been, what was, what could be if I hold on to this. Yeah, all of that stuff. Like there were a few people taking up space in my mind that we we had you know had like a relationship in the past and things ended not not badly there was no issue but it's just kind of like because things were okay 
um, or like we're cool, we're, you know, good with one another, whatever, whatever. They were still occupying space in my mind because of my what if thoughts or my, you know, thoughts around, oh, should I see what that situation might be saying in 2021? Um, but I've, yeah, I've essentially cleared a lot of that and I'm just, yeah, focused on forward basically. But yeah, I've, I still have to say, I've made space for the thing that I want um, in that context. And even though it's not, I haven't, in the same way that I've gotten the stuff of the house or the stuff of Keisha Skett, haven't gotten the, the, the guy or the relationship, but I've um, actively made space for it. And that, yeah, that's something. I've been thinking a lot recently maybe not a lot, but I've, I've had thoughts recently about the relationship between the process of something and then the, the quote-unquote end goal. I've been thinking about it in relation to grief. I've been thinking about it in like lots of different facets of my life. Like, what do I do this for? Like, what do I wake up and meditate every day? Like, why do I do that? What do I, like, I think there's something about, for me, learning to be uncomfortable learning to accept that I will be uncomfortable sometimes um, and learning how to manage that discomfort. So with off the back of what you were just saying at the end there about that, like, you don't have the thing, you don't have the, like, you don't have the quote unquote relationship. But then I'm, I'm also like, and I don't know, and I don't know. Um, and I think it will be, it's different for different areas of my life. But I think I'm also coming to terms with like, that that the goal the goal being flexible with the goal for me there are there are so many things that I'm learning to be flexible with like oh I thought I wanted this to look like this where it's actually in the process finding finding that a way to be comfortable in something that was previously very uncomfortable has supported me to to look at the goal differently and I think even when I think about like the three things that I brought my finances being one of them I was talking to um a friend and colleague but um I was talking to her in the capacity of a friend and we was like busting joke the other day because they got a tax rebate they got money back from the tax man and they were like they thought it was them that owed the, the tax man money and I was like in my mind I was just like my relationship with all of that stuff is so strange like that all that stuff makes me feel so uncomfortable and that money makes me feel so uncomfortable having money makes me feel uncomfortable having different accounts with different amounts in feels uncomfortable the more I'm learning to find the comfort in like my finances generally when I have harsher spells which I think is like a lifelong thing I think there will always be periods like I think even if I'm earning like 10 grand a week 50 grand a week whatever amount of money I'm earning I think there will always be things that make me feel uncomfortable that could make me feel uncomfortable about that or could trigger discomfort because of my history with money and I'm just kind of using this this area of my life because it's quite tangibly like it's a practical example but yeah I think I've been thinking a lot about like the process of things and learning to find comfort in discomfort and what tools I need for different things and for different areas of my life I need to 
exercise different tools and find a, and finding a version of like comfort and stability in like that journey um or in those journeys um I think this year has really really captured that for me for different reasons with other things that where I have the goal so I've so for example the Lagos to London thing I've definitely cultivated a space in Lagos that feels at home and that yeah that is home do you know what I mean and by being back in London but there's so many cons to that as well like there's so many like even if it's like missed birthday party because I'm in Lagos and I'm missing I missed your birthday or miss do you know what I mean like even if it's things that are seemingly insignificant there are like the cons that I overlooked when setting the goals because I just wanted the goal I just wanted this I wanted to be part-time Lagos part-time London and didn't overly think about how like the sacrifice in achieving that so it's interesting I think I'm thinking a lot about processes and processing and to be very honest that's mainly um, been sparked in relation to grief and some of the grief that I am working through at the moment I think it's just like learning to accept accept things as they are whilst whilst working towards the things that will make me happy yeah I'm definitely in agreement with a couple of things that you said there one being the thing that you ultimately want isn't necessarily what you wrote down in your I don't know manifestation list or your um what uh, new year's resolutions list or whatever and it's a learning and so even in the third one that I spoke about relationships it's just all very interesting for me I always say I spent so much time single and that's not true um again because I've I have um had men occupying spaces in different ways for that time do you know what I mean so even if there was that someone actually taking up physical space in the periods of time that they weren't taking up physical space they were taking up a hell of a lot of mental space and that is just kind of like down to my modes of engagement um and like some of the difficulty that I've historically experienced when it comes to um, relationships and particularly romantic relationships um, and my patterns of avoidance so yeah um, but considering like what I ultimately do want and what that looks like sometimes you do get to the end of of a journey or a thought you come to the end of your thought thoughts or you yeah come to the end of like the process of clearing space making room for the thing that you want and actually realizing that isn't what you that isn't the thing that you that isn't what you want um it's something else or it looks slightly different although I don't think in the realm of relationships that that means that oh actually what I do want is to be single I want a period of time of singleness true singleness before that and I've and I've cultivated that I am cultivating it actively and I agreed as well with um the last thing that you were saying but yeah I just think that ultimately this is the first time that I have been really brave and intentional and honest about having like goals and things that I want to achieve and things that I want to do and things that I want to see because of the fear of 
not achieving them, that things not happening for me, um, the journey being topsy-turvy as life is. Um, I think I've always had like a, an irrational fear of that and so shied away from setting concrete goals or writing things down even. Um, but yeah, this has been, um, it's been really helpful for me personally to do this, um, as I said again, for the first time in my life. Um, is I wanted to ask, is there anything that you can think of from like what you wrote down or yeah, what you wrote down that you would say like you categorically flopped? What I have categorically flopped is where I've put figures on things. So where there are some things where I've said I want to have X amount, but then that said, it's not the end of the year, in it? So I've said it by the end of the year. Um, but I'm not on track for some of those figures. Some of my timelines have been pushed back. Some of my timelines have, have been brought forward. So there's like a fluidity. But in terms of every other thing on this list, I'm on track for um, or working towards. And I think there's also like... So... I think I really agree with what you said about like being someone that doesn't tend to set goals in this way, um, doesn't tend to set set quantifiable goals. Um, So there are some things on here that I can see where I've given myself space um, or I've given myself like a door to not. And then there are some things where I've been a lot more specific about yeah, I think something that, as you were speaking before, though, something that came up for me. So two things. One, and I keep saying this and I'll keep repeating it. In terms of my career, yeah, I am, like, I didn't have these goals, but, well, I had some of them and some of them are on this list, but in terms of how I feel about the work that I earn a living from, I am, like, so I've exceeded any expectations that I had for what I could feel like working and I think back to different jobs that I've done um so I was a street fundraiser for a long time um or I was working in a youth club but felt really unfulfilled in my role in that youth club and then there were real periods where I felt like I'm never gonna enjoy work or like I really fucked up not going the, the traditional route. There were periods of my life that I felt like I'm always going to that what I would what I would describe at the time as underachieve. I'm never gonna be able to be in positions that I'm proud of or be in positions that speak to my interests um and my my capability. Um and I just think something that's happened this year or since last year since I since I went full-time freelance again is that like I've just exceeded any expectations in that area of my life I bring that up in response to your question because that came off the back of categorically flopping so many different things like there are so many different things over the years that I have just categorically flopped and like fucked up in in seemingly big ways and at the time it feels like oh my god I fucked this thing up and I'm never gonna get past it 
Um, but now I've I don't know how I've got here. When I think about my career and when I think about like where I'm at and what I'm doing and like how meaningful it all feels and how beautiful it all feels and how positively challenging and how much I earn and all of these different facets of my career. I literally feel so blessed and so grateful and I don't know how I got here. And so now, now that I'm here seeking to be more intentional here, I'm excited to see like where I'm at next year and what that looks like. That was one thing that came up for me when you were talking. Then the other thing was like, increasingly, and I find this scary. I find this really, really scary. But increasingly, I just feel less and less depressed. So I feel like bad things happen and it doesn't knock me out the way that it used to, even though I'm saying that with a really bad migraine. Um, but like just generally, it, it looks really different. It doesn't feel as depressive or as extreme. And I'm able to, in the moments of like, what feels like a flop, I get basically my relationship with flopping things has just changed, like dramatically changed. So like, and if, and with that, there's a clarity. So there was a point in time where, oh, I've, I've, I'm, I've kind of backslidden in my finances in the area of my life. And there was a point in time where it would feel so debilitatingly depressing that I would just, it's a slippery slope now. And then that's the rest of my years are right off because I'm just not going to be able to stop and reclaim and do what I need to do. Um, whereas now it's like, oh, I, I find it difficult to describe some of the things that, where I'm quote unquote flopping or not, not behind on timelines or whatever. I've just found it really difficult to look at it in that way because of how it feels. Um, and it feels so different to how it would have felt and it feels there's so much more hope. Um, I have I live with so much more hope. I live significantly more optimistic than I have ever lived. And so that feels different. But yeah, how about you? I am kind of I've kind of shied away from putting like numbers on things myself, actually. So I can't really say that there's anything that I've categorically flopped. There are things that haven't I haven't been consistent with. So there are things that I've put on, like practice yoga weekly, for example, or like get back to running. And I've like had spells of those things. So not a categorical flop. Um, there's only one thing that I, one vision board where I put like images and stuff, where I did put like proper figures. Um, so like save X amount and I mean the year's not that the year's not done um, so I don't know what the next six months might hold um, but I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily if the year continues as it's gone I wouldn't be on track to save the amount of money that I said that I wanted to, to have saved for example um, but yeah the year's not done um, yeah so I wouldn't say that there are categorical flops um, that one would have to be an end of year confirmation. Um, yeah, that one would have to wait to the end of year to be confirmed. But um, yeah, I I can't really say that there's been any categorical flops now. But yeah, um, 
this has so I think I've always been so I probably don't like historically I don't like things like this historically I feel like so if there was things on my list that it's like yet categorical flop like historically that would invoke so much shame and feelings of like there's no point um feeling like I want to hide because it's like not waste but yeah like you're just not a serious girl kind of thing um you can't achieve your goals sort of thing um but actually this has felt like a quite a positive experience and maybe there's been a degree of like hand-holding because I've done it very closely with somebody else um and I will also go to the therapeutic space and like talk about some of these things but yeah um I don't think I can't really see my life without doing this um yeah doing this for myself going forward but yeah yeah I always laugh about it with my therapist because I will be like I'm so when it comes to manifestation I'm in my bag like I know how to like do say oh I want to get this thing and then get it what I don't know how to do is manage the things that I've got so what I'm not good at is like the the physical stuff or like managing the stress around having it or thinking about the cons or thinking about the responsibility or the discipline attached to that thing but I just know that I want the thing and I'll get the thing um so I think that what has changed this year so so I can't say I, I am someone that that always has a vision board always kind of like kind of speaks things into existence for my year that I want to go here this year and that I'll go and I don't know I won't know how I'm getting there but then somehow somehow I'll end up there or whatever um but I guess through achieving or through attaining I won't say achieving through attaining some of those things over the years I'm reaching a place where I'm like oh I want different thing what I actually want is different things so what these things have provided me over the years is a version of respite but I I think more and more I want to cultivate a life that I don't need respite from that I don't need to constantly run from or, or travel from or whatever or if I'm traveling I want it to be in a different from a different place if I'm mm. having a relationship I want the relationship to be for a different reason and all of these different things so that my the core of my why is really changing um or maybe not changing but I'm just becoming more aware of like what lies beneath some of the things that I've historically manifested for myself so I'm grateful because I think I'm aware of my power and my ability to create um and I think I can look back on and I have like tangible examples for myself where I'm like oh I said I wanted that and I got it you know um, but then what I'm seeing more and more is that, oh, I got it and it didn't hit the spot. It, it wasn't actually the thing that I wanted. Um, mm. But that's supporting me to look at the things that I actually want. Mm. Um, and I feel mad grateful for life. So that's why when I'm like, when the when the darker times or the harder things or the like, I've had the, like being back in, in the UK has been stressful for so many different reasons. But I can really just see the string of blessings through it. Um, because a lot of the things that I'm finding challenging are speaking to the root of the things that I actually am am actively cultivating um, new experiences around. 
that might sound really abstract to people, but hopefully they can keep up. Um, so yes, I'm grateful and I, and I will continue to manifest, but on top of manifesting, I'll continue to like, live intentionally is not gonna be easy or hasn't been easy and doesn't always feel nice and doesn't always feel or look like what success would traditionally feel or look like. But I think learning to find my flow with that and to find peace in that, that, that that's, that's been brilliant, that's been beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, all right then guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed that check-in um, and yeah, the accountability and yeah I hope that for those of you that aren't traditionally planners or um, shy away from creating lists of goals that this gives you a little bit of inspiration catch you in the next one thanks for listening guys shit on my mind like what the fuck i'm a day work ain't paid me in time my brain just ripped in my mood o2 just cut off my life